0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 143. Can you remove mold by steaming or pressure washing? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information-sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional the listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation, over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we've got an interesting episode for the last day of January.
1: Yes, we do, actually.
0: (laughs) So why don't you tell everybody where you came up with this Can you remove mold by steaming or pressure washing? I always think of pressure washing and car washes.
1: Yeah, you'd be surprised how often. um, And when I say pressure washing, we're talking about obviously for mold mitigation. But a lot of people pressure wash their garage floors out, and you know, just that they're just that's just what they do, and they you know, they think they're being clean. But if you really think about it, it's that's it's, if there's sheetrock and wood in that garage, it's probably not very healthy for the occupants of the home.
0: So, what should pressure washing be used for, in your for, in your opinion?
1: For cars, like you said. Okay, so that's it. Like- <laughs> it should only be used outside, and <laughs> okay. you know, you shouldn't shouldn't you know go down in your basement and be like, well, everything slopes to the mechanical room, so I'm going to pressure wash these floors or whatever. I don't care if it's not finished. It's pressure washing should only be used, you know, to wash cars. That's my take on it, or vehicles or whatever you're going to wash. But
0: And then what about steaming? Like, what, how are people using steaming? I mean, it's kind of weird, because steam, to me, translates to higher humidity levels. Right, but, uh, you know, I'm
1: sure a lot of our listeners, and, you know, we see commercials on it on TV, where, you know, people use steamers to clean non-cellulose materials, like your bathtub or... Um, Countertops or whatever, and I've had people ask me, can I use steamer to get rid of mold and that my point is that's the point of this podcast is is people using those things it can lead to mold, but then on another aspect, can you use those methods to get rid of mold and that's the reason you know for the most part is is I've heard people that pressure wash to get rid of mold and because, you know, you can, and we've talked about it before, our listeners that have listened long enough, you know, there are dry ice blasters and there's soda blasters. Um, the soda blaster is kind of like sand blasting. It's just not as abrasive. So they think, well, dry ice, if you can do it with dry ice, why can't we do it with a pressure washer? Well, dry ice blasting for mold mitigation is dry ice. It evaporates very quickly. Whereas pressure washing, you're just soaking the material. So... Yeah, I've had I've had it happen. It's it's not uncommon for someone to be like, yeah, yeah, my buddy who's a general contractor is like, yeah, you just take all the sheetrock off and pressure wash the walls, you know.
0: Well, and I think people they're coming from a place of if they're pressure washing it, the forcefulness of the water is supposed to cleanse it, and if they're coming from a steaming perspective, they think the high heat of the yeah, steam, pulls it out, right? Is 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 so. Why shouldn't people use those techniques? Because obviously, it sounds to me like it just creates a great environment for mold. It does. Right.
1: And and it's, you know, you hear the term all the time, you know, fight fire with fire. Well, you know, that that works under certain circumstances. But when it comes to mold, it's no different than when we talk about Clorox. That's why you never spray any chemicals on mold. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to just be bleach. It could be any type of chemicals. Well you're introducing more moisture into whatever materials you're using that on. Now if you're using that, once again, a steamer or a pressure washer on a non cellulose or non-porous material, it's not going to hurt anything. But doing like we're talking about, yeah, they're just they're it's like complaining that your grass keeps growing longer and you got to keep mowing it, but you keep watering it. So exactly. If you if you're going to, you know, pressure wash or use steamers, You're going to elevate the humidity, which goes back to, this is kind of a two-part podcast as far as even if you're using a steamer or a pressure washer that's not related to mold, per se, does that make sense, not for mold mitigation, you could be causing a mold problem. Exactly. Because you're always elevating the humidity, which takes us back to what we always talk about, humidity gauges, I mean... It, they're 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 important like you need one in your garage you need one in your bathroom so you can monitor what the humidity's doing
0: well and i think sometimes people look at things like pressure washing a concrete floor in the basement and they think because there's no carpet there there's no wood there maybe there's no sheetrock there that that should be fine but why is that not fine
1: because it elevates the humidity okay and okay. if you're gonna do that and you think it's fine, make sure you have a good humidity gauge down there okay because if you don't have the proper ventilation, you're elevating the humidity uh, which could allow stuff to start growing in the ceiling because if it's an unfinished basement, well there's a living space above it yeah well you know you you could be introducing high humidity let's say your air handlers in the basement so your furnace. And so you could be causing mold all throughout your HVAC system, which I believe we're doing a podcast about that next week or in the next few weeks. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're to answer your question, you're elevating the humidity. And I know people would be like, well, I pay attention. Well, okay. If you're paying attention, you have a humidity gauge and you know what you're doing, then that's fine. But make sure you're not elevating that humidity because if you keep doing that, you're asking for a mold problem.
0: Well, and I would think that. Uh, you want to make sure that if you're going to mitigate mold, you hire a contractor who has the right tools, the right techniques, which is why when we've talked in previous episodes about carpet cleaners mitigating mold, this is where I go, man, is a carpet cleaner going to come in and want to use steam or pressure washing? Well,
1: we don't have to say the name of the companies, (laughs) but there's steam cleaners out there. So, um, and like I said, I've, I've, I've dealt with situations where the, the mitigation, and I'm not gonna, I'm just going to say the company doing the mitigation wasn't, they weren't properly trained because they were using methods like that. And then they couldn't figure out why they kept failing the air tests. It's like, well, pressure washing, it's not going to help. I mean, you might not be able to see the visible mold for now, but... If you're not treating it properly and and doing what you're supposed to do and getting rid of those mold spores, period, in in a few weeks, you know, that mold that was driven, the mold spores, that it's driven deeper in, let's just say that two by four, it might take a couple weeks, but those mold spores are still there. Mm -hmm. They were just, they were never removed, if that makes sense. So, it's just a weird and i hear it more often than i'd like to that pe- that's what some people do and-
0: how do you vet for that though because i know even on this podcast you will oftentimes say cnc uses propri- proprietary techniques for mold mitigation you don't divulge those you don't discuss those you don't put them in the books or the courses because it's proprietary to cnc if somebody's listening to this and they go oh, okay so if i hire somebody locally i need to make sure they're not doing steamers or pressure washers but how do you vet for that if those people then say to the people listening to this podcast well we don't tell you what how we do what we do how do you vet for it
1: well we don't so like you're correct we don't we don't give them a step by step but i tell them um you know obviously you have to go look at the project so i know when we go look at it what type you know what methods we're going to use because every mold project or mitigation project is never the same yeah so you know, for certain circumstances, we use different methods to get rid of the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and if 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 the our listeners, if their mold contractor just says, "Well, we just fog," well, there's a red flag. Okay. Oh, we just spray. Well, there's a red flag. Like, there's just a lot of steps that are involved. And you know, like you said, we don't disclose all of it. But I do consultations for for mold mitigation and. And it, you know, it it causes sometimes a little bit of a rift between me and the the mitigation contractor, but I'm not there for the mitigation contractor. I'm there for our clients. And I just, I don't tell them what they have to do, but I make sure that they're putting up a containment and they're doing certain things Um, because there's tons of steps that go into it. So to answer your question, I understand that the mold contractor is not going to, you know, disclose every step-by-step process, but... (laughs) If there's not certain things like a containment, air scrubbers, things like that, like those have to happen on every mold job.
0: And so is it also okay for a person to ask a potential mold mitigation contractor, do you use steam or do you use pressure washing as a part of your process? Is that yeah, okay? Okay.
1: Exactly. And I mean, what what I would say if I was consulting with one of our listeners on a mitigation project um, or to find a, a mold mitigation company I would just ask them, what, like, what is your main method of getting rid of the mold spores? Okay. And if the contractor says, well, you can't get rid of the mold spores, to an extent they're right. Mold spores are naturally present. Mm-hmm. But depending on what you're doing, you know, I would say, well, are you running an air scrubber? Exactly. Well, along with the air scrubber, how are you getting rid of – how are you getting the mold spores, let's just say, off the floor joists? Mm-hmm. If they say we're just spraying it, I'm like, no, no, that's yeah. not – there's other steps that have to, that have to transpire. So, and I would
0: assume if, if somebody listening to this is asking these questions and the answers they're getting from a potential mold contractor is, well, we don't disclose that. That should be a red flag.
1: Yeah. Because I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. Like if, when, when our clients for mitigation reach out, I tell them and I give them an estimate and I give them the basics of what we're going to do. Even when it's under contract, I don't give them a step by step. But I do give them information. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you're going to deal with a contractor, like, would you go to to an orthopedic surgeon that just says, well, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do. We're just going to go in and fix your shoulder. Like, you want to know that they're going in with a scope. It's going to be general anesthesia. Yeah,
0: here's what they're doing. And, yeah. Exactly. So
1: a contractor that won't give you any information, that's not a – I would run from that. Okay. And they can hide behind the whole – we don't disclose that for certain reasons. Well, I understand that, but you can give some information just like I do.
0: Yeah. Well, and asking the question, do you use steam or pressure washing in your mold mitigation process is pretty direct. Yeah. They should be able to say yes or yes. no without giving away their whole right. play-by-play but just, process.
1: I guess my point is with that, just because they don't do that doesn't mean they know what they're doing. Got anymore. it.
0: So there are other questions that people yep. need to be asking in addition to yeah, that.
1: Yeah. And we've done... We've done podcasts of you know had to choose your um, your mold mitigation contractor and you know I write about it in the books but but yeah just I, I guess what I'm saying with that is it's just because if our listeners hear their their contractor that says well no we would never use steaming or pressure washing methods that doesn't mean they they're still going to do it properly
0: exactly okay so what's your call to action for people
1: so. <laughs> like we always talk about, I guess, it sounds like a broken record, but, um, check. So humidity is, a, is, a, is a dead giveaway for us. Yeah. And that's why we talk about it a lot. But, you know, if you, if you have, let's say a basement that you hardly ever go down into, or a mechanical room or a storage room, go into those areas and check the humidity and look around and make sure there's no water stains or anything going on, you know, no water leaks or anything in like I said, in rooms you just don't go in too often. Mm-hmm. That so, could include your teenager's room. So
0: humidity levels, humidity gauge, make sure you're keeping a good watch on humidity.
1: Yep, yep. And just check for water stains and, you know, in a mechanical room, look for leaking pipes. Um, you know, on on plumbing pipes, you'll see like calcification and you'll see evidence that there's been a chronic leak. Um, but just look for things that could lead to a mold concern.
0: There you have it. Well, and... There are lots of books that you've written about the mold epidemic, about toxic mold in old homes, about building a mold-resistant home. So if people need to educate themselves before they hire a mold contractor, it makes sense exactly for them to find your books on Amazon. Yep,
1: yep, and I mean one of the 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 best-selling, obviously the mold epidemic, and then the uh, black mold and home inspections. So you know they could. For our listeners that are thinking about selling, such a hot market right now, well at least around here it is, you know, they could buy that book and then know what the home inspector is going to be looking for. Because I cover a lot of that in that book.
0: Yep. So check it out on Amazon, just look up Steve Worsley or Black Mold and Home Inspections, you'll pull up all the books. Exactly. There you go. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.